Hello everyone, welcome to this latest episode of Nipping for Jesus. I am Pastor Mike Matthews. We are going to be looking at today Hebrews chapter 11 verses 32 through 30, 39. And here's what I I mentioned this patches um, in a previous podcast, but I wanted to talk more about it because we have a problem in Christianity today where people say that the the proof that you are living a, a health and wealth successful life is proof of your faith. But that is not the case in the Bible. In Hebrews chapter 11, we have what's known as the Hall of Faith. These are the heroes of the faith from the Old Testament to the New Testament. But I wanted to show you that just because you have faith in Christ doesn't mean by world definition that it will end well for you circumstances-wise. Our faith is not in circumstances. Our faith is not in faith. Our faith is in Jesus Christ. He is enough. So, let's look at this. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 through 40. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me, to tell of Gideon, Barak, Sam- Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women were received back their dead by resurrection. Some were, t- and then listen to this. So, in the prosperity gospel movement, they teach that if you're following Jesus, you're going to have great circumstances all the time. You are guaranteed healing and miracles every day, and and you just have to untap it with your faith. But I want you to hear. This starting with the end of um, 35. So the beginning of verse 35 reads this. Women receive back their dead by resurrection. Now listen to this next sentence. This starts off the section of this passage that talks about the flip side of having faith. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. Verse 37 reads, They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were killed with the sword. They went about and skinned the sheep and goats destitute, afflicted, and mistreated, of whom 
the world world was not worthy. Wandering about in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of earth. And then I want you to hear verse 39. This is vital for your Christian walk. To learn how to limp for Jesus with joy. If you are embracing hard circumstances, you must grasp this passage. This passage will help you to endure. Verse 39 in Hebrews chapter 11. In all of these, in all of these, all these people mentioned, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised. Since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. Do you hear that? There are promises in the Bible that there are Christians who died before us that did not receive all the promises in the Bible yet because their promises are going to be fulfilled at the second coming of Jesus Christ. There are going to come a time when Jesus returns and all the promises are going to be fulfilled at that time. That means our resurrection. That means our body and our spirit will be united, will be glorified. No more sin, no more sickness, no more disease, no more hardships. But that happens then at the resurrection. It's not promised to everybody that every Christian in this life, if you follow Jesus, will be healthy and wealthy in this life. That's not the gospel. The prosperity gospel gets the promises right, but they get the timing wrong. There are going to come a time when we're all in heaven, when we're in the new heavens and the new earth, and none of us are going to be sick or disabled or or having to deal with sin or hardship. That's when that happens. Matthew chapter 5 says, The meek will inherit the earth. There are going to come a time where we're in the kingdom of God forever and we're not going to feel pain or sickness. But it doesn't happen now. In this passage of Hebrews chapter 11, you have the faithful being kings and rulers. You have them, um, you had them having great reforms in the time of the Old Testament. You're, you're having you're having them be mighty in war, putting foreign armies to flight. And, and you have some being mocked and flogged and put in prison for that same faith. And God commends them both. Your circumstances does not determine your faith. Our faith is not in good times or bad times. It's in the person of Jesus Christ. If you're going to learn. If you're going to learn how I say to limp for Jesus, that is my way of saying to press on, you're going to have to get this. When when I hear preachers say that miracles happen every day at their church, at their church service, I, it, it just frustrates me because miracles are not normative. If they were normative, listen to me, church, if they were normative, then they wouldn't be miracles. 
Miracles are miracles because they interrupt the norm. And as a pastor, I pray constantly for my people. We have a, uh, in our church that I pastor, we have a moment of prayer. Right before the sermon, I take prayer requests and we pray for people. And we believe that God can do amazing things. And, and we also know, rightfully understand that God does not choose to heal everybody. Healing and suffering are both for God's glory. When Romans eight twenty eight says um, he, that he works out all things for the good of those who love him, it doesn't mean that all things are good that happen to us. That means that he'll use their circumstances for his glory and our good, for our joy. If someone does not understand this, if someone thinks that I have faith and I don't have healing or I don't have blessing or this prayer is not answered the way I want it to be answered, then there's something wrong with me. I once attended a service where the minister got up and preached, I can heal anyone in this room, and if you don't get healed, it's your fault. Friends, that is not the, that is not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. That is not in the Bible. They don't understand the miracles of Jesus. They don't understand what the healings in the gospel were pointing to. All those miracles in the New Testament, Testament were pointing to that generation proving that Jesus was the Messiah. They were written down for us, like in John, that we might believe that Jesus is Christ. Because they knew there, go there was going to be countless of generations after that that didn't visibly see Jesus on the earth that we have a record in the Bible to prove that he is the Messiah. So when a preacher says that your faith, that you can twist God's arm with the amount of faith you have to make him do what you want him to do, that makes you God and not God being God. God is God. Our faith does not, cannot trust God to bend his will to our will. I once attended an event and I saw it coming. I saw it coming, friends. That I, I saw this woman walking around with um, crutches and something in my spirit was, I was like, they're going, they're, there's going to be a, a display of healing here. I just saw the the hoax coming a mile away. And she got up on stage with her crutches and she told the audience, I told God I was done with these crutches. I was done with this injury. And she threw the crutches down and started dancing around and people were cheering and everything. Friends, we can't tell God what to do. I highly suspect that whole scene, that whole scene of, I, I saw her making a big deal about going around the crowd, limping around with crutches, stuff like that. I knew in my spirit what was coming. We cannot, I cannot get up on stage and tell God I'm done with cerebral palsy. 
Lord, I am done with CP, and you need to heal me, and you need to do this, and that is prideful, arrogant, and it does not show our trust in God. If God wants me to be in this world with my cerebral palsy, my response needs to be amen. My response needs to be not my will, but your will, Lord. And I need to learn how to trust Christ and honor him in my circumstances. So, like I say in all my podcasts, if I have to limp in this world, I am going to limp for Jesus. I am going to press on no matter what circumstances I find myself in. I need to say my faith is in Jesus. And Hebrews 11 proves that having great faith, listen, this is in the, at the end of the hall of faith passage for a reason. God wants us to know that in this world, from world definition of what's successful, it might not go well for us. But that that but he commends our faith. So that's that's make it in real life situations. That means that some Christians will be healed of cancer. That means in this world, some some Christians will be healed of disease. But that also means that some Christians might not get that miracle. They may die from cancer. They might die of disease. I might live my whole life in this body with cerebral palsy. And I'm, I might not get healed until the resurrection. Our heart attitude needs to be amen. That I know that there is nothing wrong with my faith. I serve the Lord every day as a pastor. I love to serve him. I love to teach other people the Bible. I love to help other people grow closer to to Jesus. I have faith. So you cannot look at me and say that my faith is, is missing something. Because I'm all in on Jesus. He's all I care about. I want my marriage. I want my child. I want my family. And I want my church to be about glorifying Jesus Christ. So for someone to look at a person with a disability like myself. And say, I don't have the faith they have because they're driving a BMW. They don't get it. They don't get true faith. Their faith is in tricking God into giving them what they want. They use faith as a bargaining chip to twist and turn God's arm to get what they really want. They don't love Jesus. They know what he does for them. And the moment that their faith fails them, because their faith is in faith, when their faith, when they don't get the outcome they want, they're shipwrecked. But here's the deal. In this life as Christians, you're going to have mountaintop seasons and you're going to have valley time seasons. You're going to have times where you're on top of the world and and God is doing amazing things with you. And also, you're going to experience hardship and heartbreak. 
You're going. You're going. You're going to experience pain living in a fallen world. And the same reply must be the same reply when you're on the mountaintops. Amen, God. Everything is for God's glory. That's the kind of attitude we need to have. If you're going to limp for Jesus, you need to understand that your faith is in Jesus and not good circumstances. It's not. If you're only faithful to Jesus in good circumstances, you're not being faithful. The way you learn that you're faithful is when the fire is turned out on you and life is hard and you're, you're tempted to either keep trusting Jesus or give in to sin. I'm telling you, friends, read Hebrews chapter 11. Get to the end of the passage. Verse 39. And all of these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised. You and I are not promised an easy life here on this earth. God will provide. I. He will provide great Christian family, great church life for you. He'll provide brothers and sisters in Christ to help you in your journey. And we are not promised an easy life in every area of our life. You may not. He may not get the biggest car or the biggest house in this life. That's not the point of Christianity. The point of Christianity is to exalt Jesus in all our life situations. So the poor Christian and the wealthy Christian has the same mission. To bring glory to Jesus Christ. Period. So until next time, friends, I say limp on. Limp on for Jesus. If you're in good circumstances, praise God. If you're in the hardship right now, keep your eyes focused on Jesus. Endure to the end. Nip for Jesus. God bless. Until next time.